Hi, everyone. Today we're talking about the F word. It's a topic that always seems to say a big F you to singers around the world. It's a topic that is associated with a lot of guilt, stress, and shame. We're talking about finances. <laughs> This is crucial because the main reason, and I mean the main reason why singers quit singing, is because they can't afford to keep doing it. So we're going to take a dive into the specific story of our host, Evan, and his wife, Hannah, and see how they have transformed their finances and improved their singing trajectory. So let's hear how they say F you to finances. Is everyone saying no to your singing career? Well, we here at Take the Stage Podcast say toy, toy, toy. Find out what is holding you back so you can stop waiting in the wings and go out and get your standing ovation. There are no forbidden topics here, so get your ticket and find your seat. In Boca Lupo! episodes that I'm most excited for, but also I just don't know if I can handle it. You know, it feels stressful to approach finances. We think about it all the time, but we also try to avoid thinking about it all the time. We have another dive into story time with Evan, but this time his wife, Hannah, has come along for the ride. Welcome, you guys. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Oh my gosh. So we actually just came from a lake. (laughs) The three of us, where they were, Evan and Hannah were taking family photos, and um, I and joined Mariah in. I kind of joined the family photos. <laughs> and there was this one take where we, uh, the photographer wanted us to just take laughing pictures, so we were laughing at literally nothing for five minutes at least. Because I was like farther back, right? I didn't know you guys what you guys were talking about. I was just like, what is so dang funny over there? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. <laughs> and I was like, gosh, Ben and Mariah are laughing way more than Evan and I ever laugh. <laughs> like that is so like how is she like what are they laughing about? <laughs> nothing. Oh, that's so yeah. awesome. We were taking photos to put on social media for our podcast, so stay tuned for those. <laughs> yes, we left the kids at home tonight with the babysitter so that Hannah and I could do this. So this is our date night this week. And this episode better turn out because this is all we got. <laughs> Super better turn out. But luckily, Mariah has some bubbly, so. Mm. Yes, peach bubbly. It's my fave. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm so sorry, everyone, that you're hearing so much from me. Um, I promise that we have other exciting guests to listen to coming up in the future weeks, including the fabulous Angela Mead. Mm, She's like my favorite human being who has ever (laughs) graced this earth. (laughs) We are so excited about her, but also um, remember the episode is another one of the topics that um, it will help you to feel alive as an artist, help you feel more empowered as a singer, and that is what we're all about. We want you to feel empowered, to take control of things you can and create the best life that you can. Exactly. So, Hannah, first of all, what is it like being married to an opera singer? <laughs> I mean, like, how on earth did Evan convince you to marry him when you knew this crazy life he was going to have? Well, it's um, even worse than that. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> awesome. 
But um, Evan, actually, uh, like, when I met Evan, I didn't know that he was going to be an opera singer. We, oh. um, Yeah, we'd actually been married for several years and had a child and had one coming on the way. And that was when he decided that he was going to become an opera singer. So I guess you could Jeez. say we were married under false pretenses. <laughs> <laughs> but luckily he turned out okay. So. Evan, what do you have to say about that? I'm totally guilty as charged. I was planning on being a public school teacher. We kind of mentioned that in the Rabbits episode. And I did teach in the public schools for a time before I realized that I was going to have a career change. Right. And you guys have two kids. And I think most people who sing as a career wait to have kids until their careers are already underway. So what has that been like for you guys? Um, well, like I said, we didn't really know that we were going to be opera singers, uh, but it's actually been really great to have our kids along the way. Um, I'm not, it's actually kind of fun to see they've just kind of become mm-hmm. part of the family. Like they get to see us make this opera thing work and following our dreams. And I think that's, that's more important. And I, and I feel like there really is no way to prepare for kids. I mean, the, uh, maybe there's a mom out there who just had all the preparation psychologically, right. physically, mentally, but I feel like there's no real preparation you can have. And yeah. it's just like, honestly, I think that the kids have been a good motivator for us. <laughs> and um, I think it's been helpful. Yeah. And I mean, one of my favorite things is seeing your daughter Mary Alice's um, audition tape to be Liesel in The Sound of Music. <laughs> to be Gradle. Gradle, that's yeah. right. Oh my gosh, that was so cute. Oh, she owned she it. She belted her guts out. <laughs> she did. She did. She has a better belt than I do. In fact, we, we should, maybe. We oh, you should. Oh, yeah, that that's it. We need yes, to get all get to started. see it. It's so cute. Yes, and if there are any agents looking for someone to represent. <laughs> You can talk exactly. to us, her managers. But she's yes. a little spicy, so... The spiciest. <laughs> so spicy. Definitely drama queen. Mm. Yes. Okay. So, this is all super exciting and challenging, so let's get into the dreaded topic of finances. Uh, my friends who are listening today, I want you to remember as we go through this story that we recognize that everyone's story will look different. And there's no way for your finances to look exactly like Evan and Hannah's, and it shouldn't. You have unique gifts and talents, but using information that you hear today and in several future episodes, you can take your finances into your own hands, to your own degree, and make a difference in your life. Also, sometimes money is super hush-hush, but we think that if we start talking about it openly, then we can learn from each other instead of hiding our successes. So how did you guys start learning about finances? Yes. Um, well, it can be really difficult to talk about finances. Um, you will hear us as we talk about some of the ways that we have been privileged and lucky in our financial journeys, but also there have been a lot of things that we have to fight and struggle to do. And we're all born into different circumstances. Most of us found opera from a place of privilege, Mm -hmm. even in a modest use of that word. But if that doesn't describe you, we still want you to know that you are important to the opera world. Yeah. And even though we don't personally know what each person is going through, we are rooting for you and we want this information to help you. Yeah. And I think also just something to put in that it's really important to find your your group of people and we've talked about this before but especially if you're coming from a place of not a lot of privilege then finding your group of people to really support and encourage you the whole way is super super important no absolutely 
No, and um, in fact, like, I'll talk a little bit about how we were privileged, right? So I think it's important to recognize, like, in ways that we had advantages. Um, so Evan and I were both raised in pretty large families. So I was um, born into a family with 10 kids, and Evan had seven in his. And so none of, neither of our parents were really that well off. And um, we actually consider that one of our advantages because we grew mm. up really frugal, like just being raised very frugally. Um, and I, I know that some people find frugality maybe a little bit more challenging, mm. but in many ways it's kind of forced us to really evaluate what is important to us. Um, and I'm grateful actually that I learned that when I was really young, that, you know, um, things aren't as important as we think they are, but there are certain things in our lives that are important that we want to give priority to. And so that's where finances can kind of allow us to, to kind of, um, bring the power back into, um, home court, if that makes mm -hmm. sense. Like yeah. we can kind of have a little bit more of our own individual choice instead of feeling like our finances control us. Um, so it's interesting when I was young, I think it was really great to have my dad. He, he is uh, an accountant professor. He's in finance. Um, he's also a lawyer. He's, he kind of is a jack of a lot of trades. And um, <laughs> wow, he, awesome. he does a lot with taxes. Yeah, so um, he kind of helped uh, instigate that interest in finance. I remember him trying to teach us through games and through talking about things when we were younger. And he would take us to rental properties and have us help clean or pick oh. up cigarette butts even. Yeah. And then I became like a leasing agent there. And okay. anyway, he was always kind of trying to put these ideas in our heads. And it wasn't until I got married and then started um, kind of our own finance journey that came back around to some of these mm. concepts that I was like, oh, maybe... Maybe my dad has something going there. Maybe he does know what he's talking about. Well, that is super helpful. What would you recommend to other people that don't have a finance-savvy father? Well, um, it's interesting because of Hannah's um, nine siblings, the ten of them, they have you know, taken advantage of his knowledge to different degrees. Some of them not so much, and some have been a little bit more active about learning from him. Yeah. So I think that just having a dad who knows isn't always an yeah. advantage unless you make it so. Right. But also there is so much free information all over the web about mm -hmm. financial strategies and books that you can read for cheap. You could check them out at the library and learn, mm, you know, yeah so much information so also if you follow along with us we want to teach as many techniques and um, share as many resources as we, as we can to help you in your journey yeah yeah no he's exactly right so my dad got us started by having us read the book rich dad poor dad which got us thinking about our investing strategies and how we could have some freedom to keep doing what we love without being tied to like a nine to five job right, right? uh but Evan was worried about the real estate strategy and passive income because he was worried that it would actually take him away from his singing. Mm -hmm. And so we eventually, like, we discovered this FI movement. So um, FI means financial independence. Okay. And um, it kind of sounds like a like this elite 
club, <laughs> right? Or like like a right. like a pyramid scheme. No, there's no pyramid scheme. <laughs> it's just like a resource for um, educating yourself about finances, and it has just changed our life. Um, they taught us that there were so many thousands of different aspects to frugality and saving and investing that it became more of a choose your own adventure than like a specific path that you have to follow. They really um, love having like all of these different stories where you have to interpret your own finance journey. Mm. And um, anyway, that's just been a big turning point for us is when we were able to find that community of people. And all of their resources are free, which we love. We really love that. (laughs) Yes. yes that's awesome okay so you said passive income can you explain a little bit what that is so um, passive income is income that comes in without you having to work for it it sounds like a scam but it is um, actually like money from like rental properties that you own or gains oh. in the stock market or if you own an online course and people pay for it um, you can do that work once but get paid for it over and over again Ooh. so it's money that works for you instead of you having to work for your money you okay know? so how does that work for singers well it could be rental properties um, you could save up money and do something like that, or it could be starting a business where you make videos of you teaching vocal techniques mm-hmm. and sharing it online. Um, for us, it looks more like investing in retirement accounts. That's kind of more of the path that we have chosen. And obviously we can't cover in depth everything about retirement accounts in <laughs> one little episode, but we do want to talk more about retirement accounts in, in future. Yeah, that's super interesting. I would... I don't know anything about that, so yeah, yeah. teach me all the things. Um, okay, so let's take it a step back or two. And Hannah mentioned that you guys discovered the financial independence movement, which you guys actually shared with me. And basically, I it's like a Facebook group, and it's like really supportive. You, you were like, mm-hmm. it's not a pyramid scheme. Yes, so I yes. can also say it's not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> um, but so, call this number. And- <laughs> And we'll get points for you signing up. <laughs> Mention our names. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> so, okay, what were the first steps that you guys took? Can you walk us through your questions or your doubts and how it all worked for you? Okay, yeah, so I guess I'll take that. Um, so I would say at the very beginning, I was kind of the one that was pushing forward with it. I yes, <laughs> yes, she definitely, as we even talked about this with our habits that she always has the good ideas and then I kind of drag my feet until she gets to be on board. Well, and it's kind of funny too because I like get the idea, but I know that I sometimes don't have like the long-term follow-through, oh. so that's why I get him interested. You guys are just the perfect just... couple. <laughs> I get the ideas and I'm like, so Evan, like it's like a finance stuff. You should really start looking into it. This happens. So I don't so. have to. <laughs> It's actually just super selfish. Uh, No, he helps motivate me. Anyway, so I'll just kind of talk about like what happened. So um, I was searching online to take control of our finances. You know, I was a stay-at-home mom. Evan was in grad school. Things were really tight. And I just knew that every dollar was just like feeling very scary, right? Yes. She was Um, kind of a stay-at-home mom. But of course... We've always been the type of people that each of us works like four jobs. No, that's right. true. I was working. You know, we're always doing a lot of things. I was a stay-at-home mom who also worked four jobs. <laughs> you know, no. <laughs> 
Um, but I just knew that I like I just was really craving safety. Mm-hmm. I just had the panic of every time our car broke down, you yeah. know, just like being like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? And I think a lot of artists and singers are like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. No, that's so true. And especially like, you know, at least in our, in our um, journey, like it involved two kids, two little kids. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay, we really have got to... Um, we've got to figure this out. So I was just kind of looking through some online resources and I came across this blog where it was through this Choose FI movement and um, it was, they were called the Frugal Woods. So they like, <laughs> what um, are the Frugal Woods? Right? <laughs> These really frugal people that live in the woods. <laughs> They're fairies. <laughs> Um, and they're like, they're, I mean, they're very extreme and you'll kind of see that when, if you look them up, but they have like this monthly challenge where you figure out things that you purchase and then you, um, kind of figure out what is really important to you, what things you can cut back on. Like they just kind of really challenge you to save a significant portion of your, um, monthly income that comes Mm -hmm. in. The, so their challenge invites you to live one month with a very specific budget, and it helps you realize which things provide the most value to you and which things don't. So um, we have things that we love spending money on, like we go on frequent car trips as a family. This summer we bought, bought like used bikes for each of us Ooh, and a bike trailer because we dream. just yeah oh my goodness we love going outside, um, and then we and we like use them every day this summer. So hmm. um, it's not that we have a problem spending money. Like we, we really do spend money on important things to us. It's just that it's intentional. It doesn't feel like mm. the money is, um, like is controlling us. Yeah. So we learned a lot about which things really give us value. So we took a lot of things out of our budget for a month and I think we saved up to like 70 or 80%. Wow. So, I mean, it was basically like only the bare minimum of food and we were, yeah. you know, just to see what we really needed and what we didn't need. And you quickly discover some things that you're spending money on that you don't really need or that don't really right. bring value to your life, right? Like there's a lot of things we don't need. We didn't need used bikes, but well, right. they brought a lot of value to our family. So anyway, it was like money minimalism and it was fun. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it definitely feels empowering. And and I at this time, I guess I just kept pushing Evan to just learn more about FI and specifically the podcast Choose FI. And once he did, it's just like everything took off, which is what I knew it would. <laughs> <laughs> I get obsessed. So I mentioned um, I didn't really want to be too involved with real estate. Um, it just is pretty intense for my skill set, especially at first. Um, and we're currently managing apartments and I'm in charge of maintenance and it's like the worst thing of my life, but it's just for a short time. He's doing great. He's awesome. But I found out about, you know, new retirement investing strategies, especially low cost index funds and the 4% rule. And that along with, um, you know, a million other strategies that Chooseify has taught us, we can pick and choose the strategies that we like, that work for us, that get us to our goals. And we've started doing that and our finances really took off. Yeah, I know we were able to do like the 70% of, like what Evan mentioned, um, of what was coming in, we were able to save. Um, and it's interesting because they kind of talk about this in Chooseify, about this, like the standard, you know, like financial, um, like a 
finance analyst or someone who like helps you with your finances, they'll um, recommend maybe like 15%. Oh yes, save 15%. And although 70% is uh, ambitious. Depending on how much money you make, right? Sure, For us, sure. it was... It was very ambitious. A lot. <laughs> very. Um, but even if it just like helps you shoot for like 40 or like 50%, it can absolutely transform your future and what that looks like. So, and we definitely don't do 70% every month, but because we were able to shoot for that, um, that higher percentage, mm-hmm. we were able to, now we, we kind of stay around like 50, like, uh, 50, 60% of our, um, wow. income coming in. So um, we do feel lucky that we were able to do that. We were able to graduate from some cheap universities, um, although we still had debt that we had to pay off. It was just significantly less because we just decided that yeah. was important. The frugal woods helped us to <laughs> knock that out quickly, and then we started saving money, but we didn't know what to do with it, and that's when Evan started figuring out the stock market and the 4% rule. Wow, you had so much money you didn't know what to do with it? It's crazy. That's I know. Nice. <laughs> I know. And we weren't making that much, but you just. You and then you invested it. Yeah, well, it was nice started. to be like, okay, so this is the extra amount that we don't really need. And it was fun to be like every, you have to tell every single dollar where to go, right? Like this goes to this fund, this goes to this fund, this goes to this fund. So the goal was actually to have zero dollars in the account um, to be able because you're just telling it where to go yeah. in all of these different areas so that it's working for you. But it's also, I remember the first few months, it was a little scary. I was just like, Evan, zero dollars? Can we really do that? And we tell every single dollar where to go. But it's empowering when you do. Yeah. Because then you know you're the one who's telling um, your finances where mm-hmm. where you feel like it's important to send it or right. to um, utilize it. Nice. So when I hear about the stock market, I think about how risky it is. And some people say it's it's basically like gambling. <laughs> yeah. I mean... A lot of people think that's kind of how it is, but what most people don't realize is that the stock market always goes up, hmm. and um, it does have dips, but in the long run, it always goes up. Obviously, we can't cover this topic as deeply in this short episode as we'd like, but we will do some more deep dives with experts in the future and also reference crucial resources for anyone who wants wants to learn more about the stock market. But Yeah, and we can also put stuff into the... Into the notes, exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, here's what Hannah and I have been doing and what we're going to continue doing. We invest in what's called low-cost, broad-based index funds. It's kind of like the S&P 500, if you've ever heard of it. Sounds fancy. (laughs) (laughs) And we leave the investments in forever and ever and ever until we retire. And because of all this time that we have, it grows in the long run. And so we've learned from the frugal woods and the FI movement. We are on a path to retire at 50 at the latest. Hot day. And if we start making a little more money in the singing career, maybe <laughs> earlier. <laughs> Crossing our fingers, we could do this. But neither of us have a job with benefits. You know how it is as artists. Mm-hmm. We work several part-time jobs between us. And one of us is always at home with the kids. Um, that's something that we feel very strongly about. And we're going to retire at 50 or maybe even earlier and not have to worry about anything but singing. And that's kind of... That's a dream. Exactly. That's why mm-hmm. we feel like this is so important to us and why we think that other singers would like to have this option and like yeah. to have this information so that they can learn more. Okay. So tell us, what are low-cost index funds? <laughs> um, 
So basically, you are pretty much like owning a portion of every company in America, and then you don't have to pay high fees for it. Oh, okay. That sounds a little intimidating, especially since you are buying these shares of stocks when finances are already tight. Right. So um, things are a lot less tight since we've learned more about intentional budgeting and frugality and so many other things from Truthify. So we've learned about travel hacking, for instance, for free travel so that Evan can go to all of his auditions for free. Mm -hmm. We have learned about um, some having some effective side gigs so that we can make a little extra cash each month that can be invested. Yes, I actually have a question. Evan, you have a bandage on your left arm. Did you go give... um, what is it? Well, I prostituted my plasma. Yeah, your plasma. <laughs> is that one of your side gigs? It is one of my side gigs, and it's not something that makes a lot of money, but the reason I keep doing it is because I can do other work mm-hmm. while I'm donating plasma, so I'm like getting paid to do two things. Heck yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just interesting. These side gigs have helped us to feel a little more confident in our future endeavors um and it's also interesting to know that there's a lot of different types of retirement accounts that you can invest in they have different tax benefits that can reduce your tax burden Um, and everyone just fell asleep because taxes (laughs) (laughs) we we say the word taxes and everyone's like ah run away my sister is an accountant and she loves it and i'm like what oh yeah i mean i've got a brother-in-law my dad and my other brother also yeah so we don't know we don't do the taxes but we do know a lot of ways to reduce our tax burden yes exactly so that's good yes and so and you know it's it's important to note that we didn't learn all of these things all at once and obviously we're still i'm still very beginner um and then we also didn't implement them all at the same time so um, we've really been working on this for like for about three years, and um, last year was really when we began to notice a big difference. So um, we just really liked to, to use the same rule of like the one percent um, that we learned from Atomic Habits. So just like one percent better, and eventually you'll begin to see that turnaround, and that's what we began to see. Yeah, I remember the one percent rule. Um, but I also remember you saying another rule earlier in this episode. What is the four percent rule? Yes, again, not to go too deep right now, but we're going to be able to eventually withdraw four percent of our stock investments and use them to live off of when we retire early, mm. and then the rest of the money, the rest of the ninety-six percent, will continue to grow in the oh. stock market so that we can live off that money indefinitely. And nice. again, I need to stress that this means that. I will be able to sing and not worry about money. At all. At all. Yeah. And as artists, that's just like invaluable, right? Like yeah. we, we just, we need that flexibility if we're really going to be doing what we are passionate about and what we love. So um, we are saving and investing every single extra penny that we get. So just in case if anything goes wrong, if the economy crashes, which happened, right? Um, right. And, or Evan loses a job, which also happened. Um, Whatever happens, we can um, kind of take it into our own hands and not depend on jobs or schools or other companies to hire him. Exactly. And can I just say also when the stock market crashes, it's like for us, it's like the best because we buy stocks. (laughs) You buy a ton of stocks. You buy a ton of (laughs) stocks. Exactly. So it's like it's never... You know, we're never in a panic mode anymore. Mm-hmm. We have 
savings and emergency fund and travel points. So whenever an audition comes up, all of yeah. these things, stock market crashes, it's like we're in it for the long haul. We're yeah. not selling. We're not running. We're not crying. Mm-hmm. So anyway, if someone says no to me at an audition, you know, it's like F you. Not to them. I don't say F you to them, of <laughs> course, but just to the situation. Like yeah. I don't need... I don't need this job in this moment because I'll just go find another one and, you know, it's all fine. So, you know, maybe they can't hire me for the role and it doesn't matter. But this is why this is one of the most empowering topics for young singers to learn about. It really can sound overwhelming, but if you learn these skills one at a time like we did, eventually you could have an emergency fund, investments, um, you could retire early or, you know, just be able to sing without worrying where the money com- is coming from. And we're actually in a position right now that when we move to Germany soon, we'll be able to live off our emergency fund for nine months if I don't get any work. That's like wow. zero work. And we'll be still be teaching lessons or, t- yeah. you know, doing different things. So we're going to be fine. And um, we'll also be traveling for free, my entire family, because of credit wow. card hacking. And we have, I can't wait for that episode. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yes, yes. That's so great for opera singers. We have no debt. We have retirement accounts. And this is all before my career has really taken off. So yeah. it's just side gigs and hustling. And neither of us have a background in finances or accounting. Yeah. We just learned all of this ourselves. And and really, we, we just like to say to everyone that you can do this too. Like, we are not numbers yes. people. Honestly, right. if we can do it, anybody <laughs> can do it. Wow. Wow, wow. So that is a lot to take in. And we really will need to delve into each one of those topics more in future episodes. Sure. And the reason we wanted to tell our story like this is that so other people can see how possible it is for them. We all have different circumstances. And maybe we'll take some people longer than it took us or shorter but I promise that if you start learning about finances and taking control of them, you will experience an extremely heightened level of freedom in your singing, in your personal mm-hmm. life. You'll be able to achieve more of your artistic goals than if you were always worried about making it to the next paycheck or to the next performance. Yeah. So, Hannah, it has been so much fun having you on here. Is there <laughs> anything else you'd like to say? You know what? I did want to say one more thing. Being married to a singer, my heart just goes out to all you singers. If there was one thing that I really would want to just to share at the end of this finance episode is there was a moment, right, when COVID-19 hit, when there was just a lot of uncertainty. Suddenly, you know, we lost about 80% of our work Mm -hmm. as a couple, and we had a family to support, and we didn't know what would be happening. We didn't know if we'd be like bailed out or not or like right like we just we didn't know what would happen with our finances but um one thing that was really nice is that we did not have all of our eggs in one basket we were prepared with an emergency fund and other savings Hmm. and we honestly weren't worried at all wow we looked at each other and we said you know what like whatever comes I think that I I think that we're prepared like we can we can handle the next few months we could go the whole summer without any work yeah. And we'd be okay. Like That's incredible. I remember one time um, Hannah and I were at her parents' house and her dad had gotten to the point in his career that one day he showed up early coming home from work and he said, I just got let go from my job. Want to go on a cruise? <laughs> and Evan and I looked at each other and we're like, can we come? <laughs> <laughs> and we were just like, 
that's like that's what we want. Yeah. We want to be able to have that sort of a stability right. and and not to be worried if we if we got knows at auditions i think that's so yeah. empowering to singers and actually can be yeah. better for you at Absolutely. auditions right because then you don't have this like subconscious fear of if i don't get this i'm not which can affect your performance yes and also you you don't feel so much like you have to try to people please and be what everyone mm. wants you to be you can kind of be yourself yep which is a more little more comfortable. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the people who are going to like you are going to like you, but it just kind of takes off the right. stress, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for sharing, both of you. Uh, we have just a few fun questions. So, Hannah is not an opera singer, but I want to know which opera character would you like to perform if you were an opera singer? <laughs> Ooh, okay. What if they just think I'm so lame with my choice? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like they're, they're so no. knowledgeable. I mean, I am not. I don't know all of the operas, but Evan has certainly exposed me to quite a few really good ones. Um, maybe the, I'm just thinking of this right now because we went and we saw a performance from the um, Idaho Falls Opera Theater, and you know, I, mm-hmm. and they did um, an opera that is just like the music is just some of my favorite that really? I've I've heard I just really love the music um so that's Hansel and Gretel mm-hmm. so fun Hansel and Gretel and who would you be Hansel um, Gretel the mother the witch the Jew fairy the, the father Sandman, the father <laughs> the father definitely who would you be well it's actually kind of funny because Evan's always singing all of his roles and yeah. so I actually like mostly know the you music know for all, all the baritone, the baritone roles <laughs> I am not a baritone, so I would say if I could sing any any role, at least for me, I think it would be really fun to to do the witch. I think that would be really fun. The witch. Yes. She also really loves the doll aria. Oh, I do oh, love the doll yes. aria. I mean, never in a million years could I sing that. Oh, no, she could. She I could. feel like when I look at Hannah, I see you as Carabino. From Marriage of Figaro, she sang that Actually, in high school. I did what? Sing a song from that. Sang, I, I just sang felt the vibe. What the heck? Yeah. I mean, you could be my Carabino. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Yep. Uh, no, that would be fun. Okay, so do you guys have any books to recommend to our listeners about financial things? Yeah, we mentioned, you know, needing more information about the stock market. And really, the only resource that you really need is a book called The Simple Path to Wealth. It's by J.L. Collins. And you know what? We need to just get him on this podcast. Eventually. Oh, He's... let's so go. Let's do it. We're going to try it. J.L. But <laughs> <laughs> he... Um, also has like a website with tons of you know free information. We're, like I said, we're all about the free. Wow. We check it out from the library. We read the free stuff. <laughs> um, he's got YouTube videos talking. So if you don't like to read, you can let. Anyway, we've got lots of good things, and it explains everything you need to know about the stock market and broad-based index funds. Awesome. Okay, well, just a reminder to everyone to subscribe and leave a review whenever you listen. It really helps us out. We have a great episode coming up about the artist's way, so check that out next. And as always, remember to take care of yourself and stop waiting in the wings. We need your voice, so take the stage and keep singing. In Boca Lupo. Woo!